0: Hey everybody, this is News for Internationals, a podcast original by the University of Rundheim. Join us for stories for and by international students and tips on how to settle into your new home in stuttgart faster. So hi guys, today we're at Ruan. Hi. And I'm Damaris and today we're going to talk winter activities, what to do in this season. So we have a little bit of outdoor activities, indoor activities, some traveling, food and actually Anne comes from the ISO organization so she's gonna present it and tell us a little bit more about it.
1: Yes, yeah, so I'm Anne. I'm one of the ISO members. It stands for the International Student Organization. And we just try to bring activities to international people in Hohenheim, give you the best day possible. I'm German, so I'll hopefully be able to give you a few insider tips here and just give you a few reasons to be a bit more excited in this a little glum weather. I mean, it's snowing today, yes. so that's a good thing. It's not raining anymore <laughs> and we'll keep our fingers crossed that it stays that way. But
0: Yeah, I would say snow and it's like a wonderful thing if you come from a country where you don't see it. So you told me you're from Constance and I think it's an amazing spot to visit in winter. Yeah,
1: I I grew up in the very south at the lake of Constance. Constance itself is beautiful. Um, Also another place at the lake is, for example, Lindau, which is on the east end of the lake, where you would drive over Munich, for example, also really beautiful. And you can just like see the lake in the winter, go maybe to a little hot spring. Uh, Yes, that's something I did. See the old towns. I mean, in the south, we have beautiful little towns that are just very magical and cute.
0: Yes, actually, when I was in Germany five years ago, I also went to Konstanz on winter. And it's amazing when it's a snowing and you're a hot spring. It's, it's just unbelievable. So please, And guys, they also yeah.
1: have a really cute Christmas market.
0: That's another aspect that we're going to talk today. What are Christmas markets? What to do in
1: them? Maybe you can pronounce it how it's in German. So it's Weihnachtsmarkt. Yes. I mean, we are everything about Christmas here in Germany. <laughs> and in different regions, for example, in Nuremberg, it's Christkindlmarkt. Because Weihnachtsmarkt is, I mean, Christmas is Weihnachten. But in the German folklore, we talk about the Christkind. So it's the Christ child. We don't have a Santa Claus that's coming to us. We have the baby Christ that gives us Christmas. Hmm. So that's why it's Christkindermarkt.
0: Oh, I didn't know that. So you're learning something else (laughs) today too. You were saying that in the South you have this little cute towns and i think it's the best place to go to a christmas market me personally i don't like these big towns christmas market but you have this very essential places or like this German essence in these small towns?
1: Yeah, we have lots of small towns. Basically, I would say every little bigger small town has their own Christmas market. They're really easy to visit. They're very cute. They're usually decorated with all these Christmas lights and you have the old houses, which is just adorable. And I would say, especially in Baden-Württemberg, I mean, that's where I have the most information on. You have lots of towns to visit, maybe Heidelberg, Freiburg is amazing. Esslingen has this medieval market, which is very interesting to see, lots of things to do. And in most cities, it's not only the Christmas market that's interesting, for example, Freiburg. You can go to the Black Forest, you can go skiing, go to the hot springs in the cities around, so lots of things to do.
0: Yes. Before we jump into these outdoor activities that we can do, what can we find in these Christmas markets? What can we taste that it's very specific from this season?
1: What you can see on a Christmas market so you have for one the stalls where people sell their stuff so it's maybe a lot of wood stuff like spoons and things to cut on, other things you can wear in Christmas like scarves and hats and gloves many handmade things are really on the christmas market or jewelry but also for me the best is the food you have lots of traditional food like maybe schupnudeln with sauerkraut which you can usually find on the christmas market what or is that sorry it's a type of pasta in German Mm -hmm. but it's a potato dough pasta Mm -hmm. that has like this kind of oval oblong shape Mm -hmm. and they're fried to be a bit crispy and then you have the sauerkraut stir fried Mm -hmm. with ham if you want or just a vegetarian version usually is also an option that's something that we have the Reibekuchen which is like this fried pancake from grated potatoes Mm -hmm. and usually with applesauce um, so a lot of hearty and warm food. I mean, in the weather you need warm food. Yeah, glühwein, of course. always a thing. But for um, people that doesn't know, it's 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 warm wine, mold wine with spices. If you like, you can get it in red and white option. Usually it's oh, red.
0: I've never seen white version.
1: It's a bit milder. I mean some people don't even like red wine Mm -hmm. Um, so a white wine is sometimes an option the traditional version is a red wine it can be quite strong so be careful a must thing to do and if you don't like alcohol there's always a punch that you can try or a hot cocoa also very common so stay warm get yourself a nice cup of warm drink
0: actually I think you also have like these big wood That it's on fire and you can drink the
1: glue vine next to this. Yeah, we have, I mean, it depends on the Christmas market. If they have a high budget, you will get (laughs) (laughs) a a fireplace uh, where you can warm yourself up. Some of like seating areas, and it's just nice when you can get yourself a plate of food, may that be a sausage or something more traditional, and a cup of warm glue vine. And what is this punch you were talking about? What it's made of? The punch, it's um, you can fruit have juice, it. yes, you can have and then, then apples. also with spices, and usually the spices or the flavors we put inside is orange, cinnamon, maybe some cardamom, something in that kind of range.
0: Okay, so that's what you can expect in a Christmas market regarding drinks, food, and items you can buy. Things to consider, sometimes maybe during the day, at what time should you go so it's not too full
1: you can enjoy it i mean if you like i feel like a christmas market kind of has the best feeling if you have a lot of people there mm-hmm. i mean there if you go on a saturday evening or friday evening it's going to be really really full i would say during the week in the evening you still have a, a really nice time there're going to be a lot of people but it's not going to be bursting full that you don't yeah. have any space so people left. like me <laughs> would um, like
0: to go those days yeah
1: <laughs> not so otherwise cool. they're usually open they start at maybe like 11 a.m okay. and sometimes it's also really nice going during the day with a little bit of sunlight and just looking at the stalls in a different light mm-hmm. and you have less people okay. it really depends what you prefer do you prefer full? do you prefer with less people
0: yes. so let keep weekends if you don't
1: want (laughs) to have a full christmas market yes but i feel like at some point you need to try it once and i mean you have many options i would say depending on where you go you have a different kind of fullness i mean there is a christmas market in ludwigsburg Mm -hmm. there you have a christmas market in the city center of stuttgart you have one in Esslingen. get a little bit of information from your friends where you want to go with your friends and then you can see which one you want to visit
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Also in this Christmas market, for example, in Heidelberg, you have an ice skating area where you can go. Also in Stuttgart,
1: also in Stuttgart, there is one in the city center where you can go ice skating, though I must say it's, I mean, it's nice. But I would say the best experience for ice skating you get in a real ice skating ring. For Mm -hmm. example, maybe in Waldau, which is not too far from Hohenheim. They also have like a disco night, Mm. something like with a little bit of music. And they have other times where you can really have the place for yourself to really learn skating. Hmm. A must-do thing in winter, go ice skating. And maybe if we're really, really lucky and the weather gets cold enough, a few lakes will freeze up and that's just Wow, amazing. the natural way. Yeah. I've been wanting to do that again for ages, but the weather hasn't been nice enough in the past few years.
0: Well, climate change.
1: So <laughs> let's cross the fingers and hope for the best. So what other activities can be done during winter? I mean, you can do lots of indoor visiting, I would say. So maybe like find some museums that you want to visit because I feel like in the summer you want to do as much outside as possible. So maybe now is the time to go into Stuttgart City and find some museums that you haven't seen. There is some new exciting exhibitions. I think there is one about old Egypt and the body Worlds is really oh, interesting yes. one. Yeah but also maybe like an art museum that you haven't seen already. So lots of different options in the city center. And they're usually not that expensive and you always have student deals. So make sure to look for that. You get very nice discounts. Other things you can see in the ice skating hall, they also have ice hockey. So maybe if you want to see a game of that. Maybe some football is still around at this time. Yeah, lots of things to do. Otherwise, go bowling with your friends or take a cooking class or just go to a bar with friends, have a nice drink, have a nice night. Mm,
0: That's another option. If you are not into this Christmas thing, celebration, you can just go partying.
1: Yes, always the clubs or the bars. There's always something to do. You don't need to stay at home and wither away yeah actually just
0: because winter sometimes we think it's just Christmas but it's also New Year's
1: yeah so get a head start on those New Year's resolutions the earlier (laughs) you start thinking about them the earlier you can implement them but Sylvester or New Year's Eve is a really exciting Mm -hmm. night here fireworks a lot of partying lots of dressing up so dressing up yeah you want You're to look your at best on okay, your New Year's sure. but like many people I mean in the shops you always see like the glittery
0: <laughs> stuff Is <laughs> it Sylvester party yeah blue, you um, shine
1: no it's it's always exciting and I mean the Germans go overboard because it's the only night where we can use fireworks mm-hmm. so we but can in Christmas you can also use fireworks no no Not we anyway. can only buy the fireworks I think it was two days before New Year's oh. and we can only Use them legally on New Year's Eve.
0: That's good to know for some people that likes fireworks.
1: Yeah, and another thing that's like a German tradition we do Bleigießen, which mm-hmm. is we pour, we we melt lead, mm-hmm. we pour it into water, and then we have like a little glossary where we see if it if it looks like a cloud in the new year you will have this so it's like a little wow. you see what kind of image your lead blob resembles and maybe you'll get lots wow. of money or good luck or something in the new year i mean i
0: think for very for this idea that we have of germans that are very rational this is a very like a spiritual <laughs> yeah cosmology yeah thing.
1: no on, on new year's eve the witches come out
0: <laughs> yeah, okay that's that's a very interesting part Actually, I wanted to spend New Year's in Constance. Why? Because I got to know that you can do it on a boat. So you pay like 200 euros or even less, like 60. And it includes
1: like dinner, everything, and you mm. spend... Send me the oh. link, I need that one. <laughs> oh, it's
0: like party boat or
1: something. No, there are a lot of different party options to go. I always remember that if you live in like a more suburban area, the people will all go outside at like 10 to 12. And they will get like a champagne bottle ready and use that as like the rocket launch. Oh, yeah. And you have the little... <laughs> Um, stuff that the kids can use, be sure to look for some fireworks.
0: Sure! And talking about parties, these 4th of December, for all the internationals, there is a party in TMS. And I think from your side,
1: there was also From party. the ISOs, we're doing one on the 20th. So it's in the aquarium, and we're, everyone's invited, it's gonna be a Christmas party, and we'll be excited to see some new faces, some old faces, and hopefully lots and lots of people.
0: Yes, exactly. So we're going to give you also a list of the events you
1: can join, so do not worry about
0: it. And now we can talk a little bit more of what to visit.
1: So there are lots of places in in Germany. I, for one, would start with how do you travel around. I would say... best and cheapest option would be by train they will be the deutschland ticket in winter so maybe that's going to be an option otherwise flix buses and flix trains are also good options and blah car is mm -hmm. um, a ride sharing system um and that also works really well those are for one Maybe how you get around. Flying in Germany, it just doesn't make sense. I would only <laughs> yes, say. Because if you're going
0: for one hour, two hours, then it's the same. It's you, really you're much,
1: spending right? longer yeah. at the airport than exactly. in the airplane. It doesn't make sense places to visit. So, I mean, we started with the Lake of Constance. Always a good option. Another thing is you can visit Bavaria itself is also really beautiful. I mean, Munich itself is amazing. But if you go more to the south, you can go hiking. You can go to Oberstdorf or Garmisch-Partenkirchen. And from Garmisch-Partenkirchen you can go maybe to the Zugspitze, which is the highest mountain in Germany. So, if you want to go really, really high up into the mountains, that maybe is an option for you mm-hmm. or you can go to Switzerland I mean or Austria also good for hiking Black Forest always a good option I would say the nicest tour you can do is you drive to Freiburg and from Freiburg you can go into the Black Forest there's a cable car that goes up to the mountains you can do nice hikes maybe some skiing, really nice. Also Heidelberg is very pretty. During Heidelberg winter. The also castle really is amazing. Yeah, beautiful. But maybe other places to see Dresden is supposed to be beautiful in winter. Mm-hmm. I mean if you want to do something pretty exciting, you can go to the ocean at the top and see the ocean in winter. And if you go more north, you can see the northern lights. But that really is north of Sweden, north of Norway. An extraordinary experience. So, if you have the funds, I would highly, highly recommend you to go. If you're lucky, I would usually recommend going maybe on websites like, I don't know, Skyscanner or something like this. Mm-hmm. You can um, type in that you want to fly from Germany and not just one specific airport. To maybe a region in Sweden or Norway, and they will give you usually the cheapest prices, and then you can go to the specific airline to book it over there. Those are usually my recommendations to travel pretty cheaply. It's not going to be a cheap trip to the Northern Lights in the very north because Sweden and Norway are just more expensive than Germany itself, and you need a guide, an accommodation, and maybe a rental car. But that experience is a -a once-of-a-lifetime. If you don't like cold weather uh, you can always go to the south like to southern Italy to um, Portugal Portugal, Spain Spain. Greece they're also really nice and you have a more calm weather in winter than you have if you want to go partying for example Budapest or Belgrade or those um, cities are really nice to see. Prague, also really, really beautiful in winter. And uh, like a little hidden gem, I would say is Poland. Also really nice to travel to, lots of nice cities, really affordable when it comes to visiting and just really nice to see. Winter Amsterdam, maybe Copenhagen, Stockholm, beautiful, but you do need to think that those will be a bit more pricey. So, now let's jump into German traditions. I mean, we talked about Christmas and New Year's, but we have a few more things to talk about. So, for one of the 6th of December we have Nikolaus, Mm -hmm. which is from an old tale that stems from helping other people. You basically put a shoe outside of your house and Nikolaus fills it up with some sweets and oranges and nuts. It's really cute. Maybe you can do it with some friends and give yourself a little nice wake up. Now, like, we have four Advent days. Mm -hmm. So that's always the Sunday, the four Sundays leading up to Christmas. This year, Christmas is on the fourth Advent day. And this little tradition is that we have four candles on a little wreath or just staying on the table. And we always light one candle for Christmas. So that's a little cute thing to do and we have a nice, nice food on Sunday, a little chill day that is a little bit leading up to Christmas. Mm -hmm. And then you have also this advent calendar. We also have the advent calendar, I mean it used to be very frugal where like in the ages my parents grew up it was tiny things like maybe a piece of chocolate or an orange. But today you have twenty-four days mm-hmm. in other countries like England it's twenty-five, but we in Germany open our presents on the twenty-fourth mm-hmm. in the evening. And other countries like England and America, they open their presents on the twenty-fifth. Yeah, on I the come day, from twenty five. Yeah, we do it on the twenty-fourth. So if twenty-four doors and each day you open one little thing you can get them from lots of friends i always find them really nice when they're handmade. or so for example my mom actually made me her own little advent calendar and it's always something i look forward to and she gets one for me so it's a little cute diy do-it-yourself advent calendar but it's Leading up to Christmas, getting into the mood. I just love getting little presents every day. Yes. So if you want to do it with your friends, that you like change the days up, that everyone has like four or five days doing that Advent to have a little day and get some presents from their friends. Mm-hmm. Um, they should not be big presents. That's the thing about Advent. It's meaningful chocolate, little things. Mindful little things, yeah. And you get the real present on Christmas, And a few friends asked me what maybe you should expect on Christmas Day or if you're invited to a family on Christmas. As an international
0: student, maybe you get invited to spend Christmas with a German family or with other people. So what can we gift you? What should we expect?
1: I mean, it used to be um, it is a religious holiday and usually if the family is still a tiny bit religious or even if they're really religious they will go to church on christmas day and see the mass and then we'll get home they usually eat the food the presents will be under the tree and you usually have a little crib and we decorate the tree that's usually like the setting for the evening and you eat the food you have a nice evening and after that you open the presents <gasps> what food could you expect so that's very different it depends on said families traditions for example my family eats duck on Christmas because wow. that's like a fancy thing to eat but that's a I... very
0: different thing I've heard they
1: used to eat goose so other families eat goose Other eat hare. so That's also a different thing. It's usually like a fancy type of meat, or it used to be. Friends of mine who don't like meat, they eat reclatt.
0: Yeah, exactly. That's also not So, um,
1: that's... But also reclatt is something that many families eat on New Year's. Even if they are not... There's some, some type of fancy dish will be on Christmas or on New Year's Eve. And I mean, if it's something like duck, you will have something like potatoes or spätzle, so maybe some sauerkraut, also red kraut to it. Yeah, expect something hearty and warm. Actually,
0: regarding the like, this is Dina, mm-hmm. right? It's important to know the time. Why? Because I come from Peru, mm-hmm. and in Peru, everybody
1: eats at midnight, which I consider terrible for digestion and you're waiting no. too long! No, I mean, it also depends on the family. I, we usually eat around 8 or uh, something like this. Mm-hmm. Other families eat way earlier, maybe at 6. But it also depends when your Christmas mass is, because that one is a late one, and then after that you eat. Mm-hmm. I would say in a range from 6 to 8 p.m. is usually the dinner time. I mean, it takes a long time to be finished with the meal, but you don't start eating until 12.
0: <laughs> Which is a good thing. So you know, if, if you are invited to this, you should calculate what are you eating before, Something like because this. it's gonna be strong, yeah. heavy.
1: Maybe just eat some small cookies before. (laughs) I mean, that's always something to do. Eat some nice cookies... Maybe you're lucky and the family bakes on them themselves. I always look forward to baking a few different cookies each winter.
0: I also saw on winter ones that when the family is a bit like a bit big, they just meet together and they exchange what they have cooking, and then you have like rouladen. There's like yeah, oh.
1: the bigger the family, the more dishes you always have. <laughs> Duck and rouladen and maybe something else. So yeah, it's like a little potluck if you do it with a big family.
0: And if you like sweets, what sweets can you expect?
1: What sweets can you expect? I mean, cookies, of course. Mm -hmm. We have all kinds of plätzchen. If that, maybe chocolate or vanilla or something with nuts or jam. All these kinds. I always like the waffle ones. Those are my favorite. The little thin, crispy ones. You should definitely try to bake some of this This Advent, it's always nice to bake some cookies. There is Um, this gingerbread too. The the lebkuchen. So Mm lebkuchen is a bit more tricky because it uses a different kind of rising agent that's um, very traditional. Mm -hmm. It is. It's more fluffy than a cookie, yes. Okay. But it's very spiced, and then usually if you buy it in the supermarket, covered with chocolate or some type of glaze. That's usually. That's very very famous and traditional. Other things that are traditional is a kriststollen. We have the, the rest in our Christstollen, which is a yeast type of stollen which is usually filled with something like raisins or candied oranges or nuts or a marzipan. And I do a crystal in a Christmas that I have the recipe from my grandma, which is type of, I mean, you have maybe heard of quark before. Mm-hmm. It's this type of Next milk product, like thick yogurt. Um, I do it with that kind of thing and I baked it this weekend looks Kiss like Stollen. it looks like um, a bread loaf usually okay um it's dusted with powdered sugar sometimes you can find little bites of them in the supermarket and they usually baked quite far before christmas so they have time to rest and develop mm-hmm. some flavor so that's always I, sh- I really recommend you to try it it's my favorite thing for christmas great so that's all
0: what you can expect about food and drinks, we also talk about. So,
1: maybe what to gift? I mean, as a gift? Um, <laughs> everyone likes a nice gift. I'm always the person that would say handcrafts are the best type of options. And I mean, if you're wanting to try a new hobby or just keep a bit occupied during the Christmas days. Get into crafting, maybe hand make or like a food-related gift and do a marmalade or something. People, I would say, always appreciate something where you bring some thought into the most. I mean, you can always drink a wine, but maybe ask before if they like what type of wine they like. Yeah, they so could you don't drink a red wine if they only drink white wine. Or you don't drink a wine if they don't drink alcohol in general. I would say food-related is your safest options, And I would say don't just buy something without second thoughts. So maybe think about it in a way.
0: I don't know, but for example, in Peru, normally gifts are just for kids. Mm -hmm. But in Germany, I've seen, well, maybe because I'm still a bit young, but I also receive gifts like a cup full of items inside or a book.
1: Yeah. So, yeah, we do give uh, gifts to everyone, mostly related like to the if someone is hosting, the host will get a present for hosting something like this. And there are many easy things to do you can do maybe gift a mug with different teas inside or like a wellness type of box or something if you don't want to do something out of the kitchen but i feel like those are things everyone can use and those are really easy things to do exactly
0: so that could be also an indoor activity right you can prepare for these gifts so you can do maybe some kneeling at home
1: you can bake at home maybe bake some cookies for them maybe do a liqueur, at home. Actually so interesting.
0: Anne like knows how to do liquor and you must well, be questioned. The liquor
1: if... itself. Exactly. But flavor you can flavor a liquor maybe and hand exactly. it over if they like some alcohol or maybe as I said a marmalade, a pesto, something like this. They're usually easy to do and a very mindful thing to give I would say. And it's maybe a, a start to do a new hobby.
0: Yes, exactly. My roommate used to knitch, crochet, crochet. Yes. Yeah. and she did amazing things for, for her grandma and for everybody and was very nice. And she got all the quick kids on, on internet, on Amazon, you can have everything together. So. Oh,
1: jealous of the people that got her presents. <laughs> I
0: like cooking, okay, I don't mind crushing or needling, but it's alright. So these are things you can do indoors, outdoors, things you can expect about food activities and some traveling. So about Traveling and activities, you are the expert and the organization you represent. So-,
1: so, ISO trips, we're also doing a few in December. So, we're going to Europa Park again if you want to see it at Christmas. Yeah, what time is Europa now? Park
0: for the people that uh,
1: Europa Park is an entertainment park. It's
0: Disneyland in Germany. <laughs> yes.
1: But it actually is one of the most renowned and like it receives a lot of praise for hmm. their like their park. Yeah, I visited, really cool. and it's
0: amazing. And actually, I went because a friend of mine was a, a paramedic, and they, they get a free pass.
1: Really? Yes, so I got a free Yeah, no, they're really cool, and um, also really nice at Christmas. It's re- really nicely decorated, and then you have little things that are from that region in that area. So that's yes. really cute. Yeah, actually, know. The,
0: in the entrance, we have this amazing three D or four D cinema. Yeah, cinema, and it's just amazing all the places you can visit. It's very nice, but it's costly. So I think it's very good that. You can explain us a bit what the ISO does with this price.
1: We're an organization that get funding from our government to help other people in a way. We will make the trip and you will be able to... You will need to pay something but not the full price as if you would do it yourself. And I mean it's always nice to go with other people and have a bit of a little group get-together. Other trips that we're doing, for example, is we're going to the Christmas Garden, which is a Christmas market in the Zoo in Stuttgart. We'll also go to the Sprungbude which is this trampoline park thing which is really cool sort of jumping around we're also going to the Esslinger Christmas market this medieval Christmas market it's beautiful if you don't get tickets go yourself it's really nice it's really easy to get there it's amazing it's really big and another thing if we're already at Christmas markets Tübingen has a chocolate market which if you like chocolate or like artisan sweets and desserts maybe that's also an option because tubing in itself is also really beautiful and not that far and i mean as a final thing we're doing a christmas party on the 20th of december Uh, as i said everyone's invited Exactly,
0: that's perfect. So where can they get these tickets? How many available right. seats do you have? Um,
1: so usually we do groups of about 20 people. So there are usually 20 tickets available. Sometimes we do the trips multiple times. You can register either in person or over Instagram. It will be said where you need to register. We don't do both usually, it's either or. Mm-hmm usually we do take the price in cash if it costs something so be prepared for that and for example we're also doing a Nuremberg trip sally the registration has already stopped but we also do city trips at some time if you want the information for that give us a dm on instagram that's usually where you will get all the trip information you can see what trips we've done if you want something, please give us a note as like an idea. We're always looking for ideas to do some new trips and what people want. Real really excited to see some um, new people, hopefully, at our trips. That will be
0: perfect. And we will give you all the details on how to contact them. Not specifically Anne, but you can also offer contact. So you can join these trips and visits. I think also one consideration is a Deutschland ticket. You should have a Deutschland ticket, for example, to go to Europa-Park, or you need to get an extra ticket in case. How are you planning at least for um, europa
1: So Park? the Europa-Park, we will also do the transportation. Oh. So that's included in the price. If you do it yourself, if you drive there yourself, you might be able to do it for cheaper because you don't have the costs, well, you will have the cost for the trip there, but this will be one big thing. We'll package.
0: Yes, package. and you get to know people, do you go with some yeah. people, do you have German-speaking persons or if you need yeah. to ask something?
1: If you go to Europa Park it's, uh, yourself, I would recommend also going to Freiburg as it's not that much further. So just as a little note on the side.
0: Perfect. Thank you very much, Anne, for being with us today. I'd love
1: being here. Maybe you'll hear from me again at some point.
0: <laughs> that would <will> be amazing. <laughs> so, uh, thank you very much. And if you have any questions... I mean, this is for our audience. If you have any questions about trips, where to get it, or for the international office, you can contact us. You can go into our website. We, You have emails. You have our Instagram. You can DM. Please share these episodes. And also, you can check our other episodes in our podcast. Because if you are wondering what to get, cheap clothes, what to be careful on winter, what if I get sick, we already did these episodes before. So please look at them. So that's all for us. This is News for International, a podcast original by the University of. You can find all episodes on Spotify. Reach out to us and enrich this podcast with your old stories. And don't forget to subscribe.